Hi, welcome. I'm Valerie Bowling. I'm the executive director of the conference forum, and I'm joined by my colleague, Tracy Kimball. And together we are the producers and directors behind the conference DFARM. DFARM stands for Disruptive Innovations to Advance Clinical Trials. And we are going into our 12th year, and I'm so happy to say that we're going to be coming back live September 13th and 14th in Boston. And with that, Tracy, I'll let you ask the first question because we're here to give people a rundown of what to expect for the 2022 event in hopefully under 10 minutes. So I'll let you take it away. Yes, as you just mentioned, it's our 12th year. Can you give us a little bit of a taste of the history of DFARM and why people attend year after year? Yeah, absolutely. Really quick history. I was approached originally by Pfizer to say that we need a conference that's dedicated to innovation for clinical trial operation executives. And we need to really think about modernizing clinical trials for the benefit of patients, for the benefit of the physicians involved with research, and to think about how we can make clinical trials much more efficient with better health outcomes. And of course, do a much better job raising awareness of clinical trials for patients. So that's that's the impetus behind DFARM. Awesome. All right. I'll let you ask the next question. What do you sure. think? Sure. You know, we recently announced our keynote lineup and have gotten a lot of great feedback from folks about it. Can you can you give us a, a little synopsis and the highlight of our, our keynote status and VIP speakers? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, DFARM has to inspire and it has to really shake up the, the thinking of, especially when it comes to thinking about culture and change, which is not easy. And so we try to present really exciting keynotes that can help support those kinds of changes. So, so I'll begin with the 23rd commissioner of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb. I'm so happy to have him back. And he spoke a couple of years ago and was a huge hit because when he left FDA, he, his last message was, we have to modernize clinical trials. So bringing him back to talk about the latest and the greatest and to challenge all of us I'm very excited to have Dr. Gottlieb. And we have Judy Seawards, who is the VP Head of Clinical Trial Experience at Pfizer, who will talk about just a number of lessons learned from the incredible journey they've been at at Pfizer, not just with the pandemic, but other incredible work that they're doing. And I'm so especially pleased to welcome Malcolm Gladwell, who of course is a just a, a tremendous author and a, a, you know just a disruptive thinker. You know, The Tipping Point was one of the most popular the books ever among business readers. But what a lot of people don't know about Malcolm Gladwell is he wrote for the Washington Post for 10 years, covering the healthcare and pharmaceutical industry. So he really knows our industry. So it'll be very interesting to see what he brings forward. But we have, of course, several other keynotes. I'll just try to be very quick. We have a professor from Dartmouth Business School, Vijay Govindarjan. And Vijay coined the phrase reverse innovation. So we're going to learn what that means and, and how it can help us in clinical trial operations. And I'm also so happy, especially to talk about May McCarmo, who is a patient who survived a, a very uh, difficult and rare cancer and is fighting for women of color and is uh, determined to reduce health equities and to bring more awareness of clinical trials, especially to people of color, but women of color. And I'm so proud to have her open uh, DFARM. And then we have Zeke Emanuel from the University of Chicago, who's 
just an incredible outspoken force in what needs to be changed in healthcare and clinical research. And he'll be joined by Peter Ronco, who's the head of global development at Janssen. I'm so thrilled to announce Dr. Dina Katabi from MIT. And what's going on in her lab is always super disruptive, but she will talk about remote data monitoring like we've never heard it before. And of course, there's other incredible people, but let me stop there. And let me ask you, Tracy, to give us a rundown on how DFARM is organized, what people can expect, the major components of it. So I'll let you take that one. Sure. It's, you know, it is two days of a jam-packed agenda and our keynote speakers kick off both days one and day two of the conference. So on day one, the next segment of the program after those morning keynotes are, is our innovative services and solutions segment of the program, which is going to highlight over 30 companies talking about tools, services, and technologies that can help modernize clinical trials. We'll move from that into what I think is the star of the show, our pharma reporting on innovation from the trenches, really looking at innovations within the last year or so within clinical trial operations that are moving the needle in terms of gaining efficiencies, making it easier for sites and participants and physicians to participate in clinical trials and ultimately getting therapies to patients faster. We'll hear from Lilly, Hay, Pfizer, Merck, AstraZeneca, Regeneron, Moderna, and a few more to be announced soon. And then we end day one with our DFARM Idol Disrupt competition, where we'll you know, highlight some of those emerging companies that have some new and exciting technologies and tools to, again, help in this drive to make clinical trials more efficient and faster and get patients their services, their therapeutics faster. And then day two, we are excited because we really do have an incredible amount of topics that are being covered in three tracks, covering anything from the evolving role of pharmacies in clinical trial services, to advances in remote data monitoring, to data sharing and collaboration, as well as looking at what, are the, what really is going to be the future of DCTs and how do we move the needle in terms of you know, getting patients more access and more being more inclusive in our clinical trials and really serving those populations that we have not been able to really reach in past times. So it's an exciting two days and lots to come. And I just wanted to make a quick note about DFARM Idol, just to build on what you were saying. I also think what's so brilliant about DFARM Idol is we have a group of judges that are, of course, judging these live quick fire presentations, but it gives the audience an opportunity to see how they assess and the types of questions they ask to, again, assess, you know, are these companies truly disruptive? What makes them innovative? So with that, Tracy, I know we have a number of interesting panels. Can you just highlight a couple for us? Day one is going to be highlighting Janssen's Clinical Trial Innovation Office and their work with Zika Manual around radical change in terms of e-consent. So that's an exciting panel that I, I don't think people want to miss. And we're kicking off day two with the Sanofi team. They'll be talking about how they have essentially disrupted every aspect of their clinical trial processes. So two panels you won't want to miss. Excellent. And many more besides that, but I have to highlight two. I'll highlight one from each day. 
Yeah. And I'll just throw in the mix as well that we have one of the editors of Fast Company coming back. His name is David Litsky, and he covers a report every year for Fast Company on the 50 most innovative companies around the world. And he'll give us a quick update on, on what they see outside of pharma as being really innovative, the trends that are going on in all kinds of industries, which is always very helpful to learn about innovation outside of pharma. So, yeah. Anyhow. You know, it's been several years since we've all been together physically in the same space. And I think one of the most important things for any conference, but more so now, is networking and the opportunity to, to meet people that you've connected with before and to meet new people. Can you talk a little bit about how networking options are, are set up for DFARM this year? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so first of all, we have long breaks for people to visit the exhibit hall, which is not huge like a trade show, but it's but it's a nice size, but it's very specialized around clinical trials, you know, companies that support clinical trial operations. And so lots of networking goes on there. And then people can join partnering tables. We'll have partnering facilities and tools and support there. We have, of course, luncheons. We have a number of roundtables this year, which uh, thanks to you, Tracy, you've done just such a brilliant job organizing them. And of course, we have the annual reception. And people will be able to start networking even right before DFARM and will continue the networking tool after DFARM. Tracy, can you just tell people how they can get more information? Sure. We're going to be continuing to update our website, so dfarmconference.com and always just the conferenceforum.org. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope to see you at DFARM.